Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. To some people, it's their lifeline, an obsession that consumes them. Dave Goodwin is with the Salvos War Cry magazine and he shares his research into social media and the positives and the negatives. One of the things I think we're finding in today's world is that despite the fact we're so connected virtually, um, we're actually becoming quite disconnected in reality. Uh, so when I wrote this piece, I, I looked at um, you know, a fair bit of research from around the world and certainly some of their findings do seem to bear that out. Um, often, you know, you think anecdotally, but this, you know, some of the research, so particularly the, the Facebook experiment, which was done by the University of Copenhagen, um, showed that the longer you use a service like Facebook, the unhappier you felt and taking a break led to increased feelings of well-being. Uh, there was another um, study by two German universities called Envy on Facebook, a Hidden Threat to Users, Life Satisfaction, which is another great title, showed that social media could put us in a spiral of envy that led us to feeling like we weren't measuring up. I think that most of us could probably identify with that where we see people, you know, because we often on social media, we present the ideal loves, uh, you know, where we show the good stuff that's happening in our lives or, you know, being on a holiday or even on Snapchat where people use filters. And when we see other people and we see such a, a perfect picture of, of life and we know what our life is like, we often forget that other people, you know, might be feeling the same and we tend to judge ourselves quite harshly by that standard. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? You never would have seen that coming, would you? No, I think I think that often we see these things as being, you know, the the this magic solution to, to problems. But technology is great in, in terms of, you know, improving quality of living and standards of life. But the reality is human nature doesn't just suddenly change because we start using a different, you know, medium of communication. Yeah. Do you know what I found many, many, when, when emails first started coming out in my own life is that I would keep going to the email to see who's responded and I'd start feeling depressed when I didn't get a response. Well, it's, it certainly has changed our expectations of response time uh, where you know, often we feel pressured to reply straight away to things because of the instant nature. And I know... There's been studies that have shown that it's impacted people's, you know, leisure and work-life balance and leisure time because the days where, you know, if you were out of the office or away on holiday, people just had to wait to hear back. But now we feel this pressure to respond straight away uh, that can lead us to, you know, working outside of hours or working on holidays and things like that. I mean, I know I'm guilty of that myself at times. Um, One of my favourite holidays used to be going up to Murray and it still is, but uh, it was before they brought the mobile phone towers in. So I would spend four days with no connection at all and completely relaxed. But now I go up there and I'm still online, if that makes sense. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. And do you feel a bit of pressure now to respond or have you worked through that? Oh, look, I'd like to think I'm I'm getting better at it. Uh, but it's, it's not even just email, I don't think. I think that it's also... Um, keeping up with our notifications and, and comments on, on things uh, and responding. And there was also a study where they showed, they, they found that there's actually a limit to how many, I don't want to say real as a drug, but real friendships you can have. So, you know, we have like hundreds or thousands of friends on Facebook or Instagram. There's actually no way that you can keep up a real interaction with that many people. No. And often we, we feel like we've, fail when we can't keep up with what's going on. You know, you pop off social media for a couple of days and you come back and the world has, you know, moved on to the next thing. It's it's quite it's it's a much more high paced 
medium, I think. We're talking to Dave Goodwin from Salvo's War Crime magazine about the research on the effects of social media. I know I saw a couple of school kids on the train the other day and one and they were both looking into their devices and one of them had two devices she was looking into. <laughs> I thought, man. I certainly don't want to come across as someone who is completely anti. Like, I love the fact that I have friends in the United States or in Europe who I can talk to in a way that would have been impossible before, before this. But I think it's about finding the balance and understanding what social media can and can't do for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it can't replace face-to-face communication uh, and things like that. But one of the, I think, the illusions it creates for us is that, you know, we we might like someone's status and send, you know, comment on something once or twice a year, and we think we think that we're staying in touch, but really it's just the illusion of being connected. Yeah. And it doesn't go much deeper than that, and I think that's something that we, you know, we do need to be careful of. We're probably going to see the pendulum swing a little bit back towards uh, more community orientated stuff like for a long time um, we did things as a community whether it was sporting clubs or church events or community dances all those sort of things where we we sort of knew the people around us but we've moved towards more of a a siloed environment where you don't have to talk to the people on your street anymore because you're connected to people that you know via social media, yeah. uh, ease of transport, and that sort of stuff. But I think that people are starting to go. We want we want a more community based things where we come together. Um, Do you think that that is coming because of a realization of a lack of depth? Yeah, I, I believe so. I think um, studies. So for other articles we've done, where we've talked. There is a there is a, a almost an endemic of loneliness in our society, uh, of especially what? amongst of loneliness. Oh yeah, especially amongst the elderly and amongst youth, where there isn't that feeling of being connected anymore. And um, and the question is, where do you go to find that these days? Yeah, I know friends who are who are single have the same issue. Where, um, where do you go to meet people when we no longer have these mingling events that yeah. we, we used to have? Yeah, and again, don't. I mean, I'm a I'm a geek from way back. I love the internet. I love social. I love all those things. I love the the benefits they bring. Oh, for sure. But I think as a society, we just need to find that balance where we understand that they're meant to be a. a they're not a replacement for face to face interaction. They're yeah. they're just a way of, uh, in, you know, in, it's improving things. It's an adjunct to what yeah what we already had, rather than trying to replace it. And I think that. Human nature tells us that we are, we, we do need a sense of communion. And look, I mean, that's something that's like, that, that's a theme that runs through the Bible is that we're not meant to be alone. We're meant to be part of something more. Yeah. Well, I love all the benefits of social media and the mobile phone and the internet access. Although when I'm on the train and there's 20 people searching online and my head starts to feel pain because of radiation, but that's another story for another day. That's right. That's Dave Goodwin from the Salvos War Crime magazine and some of the research into social media.